Hello and welcome to Box Office Receipts. I'm your host Tyler Callahan and we got a quiet weekend of numbers to go over as well as a shocking move from Paramount with the latest series of delays. Let's get started with the numbers. So back in first place after a one week hiatus is Spider-Man No Way Home with 14.1 million for a total of $721 million. Dropping down to second place is Scream with 12.4 million for a total of 51.3 million. Third place is Sing 2 with 5.7 million for a total of 128.4 million. Fourth place was a new film called Redeeming Love, which opened with 3.7 million. And lastly, in fifth place was The King's Man with 31.5 million. Yeah, so Spider-Man was able to take first place because Scream dropped 59%. From its opening weekend, which isn't too alarming, we are still seeing the trend of a steeper than normal second weekend drop. If it can stabilize and hold, there is a solid chance that it can pass 90 million, maybe even 100 million still domestic. Also, a lot of theaters have been dropping The Matrix as it is now out of the top 10. Oof. Going to China, we got another quiet weekend at the box office. Back in first place was Embrace Again with 5.3 million for a total of 139 million. Second place was Fireflies in the Sun with 4.4 million for a total of 169 million. In third place was G-Storm with 3.4 million for 93.2 million. Fourth place was another Me for 3.2 million with a total now of 63.8 million. Lastly in fifth place was Paw Patrol with another 2.1 million for a total of 7.5 million. Last weekend's first place, Matrix Resurrections, only made $1.8 million for a total now of $11.5 million. As we get closer to Chinese New Year, we now have a better idea of the films that will be released for the holiday. In total, eight Chinese films will be released, with the biggest being the sequel to The Battle at Lake Changjin, called The Battle at Lake Changjin 2, Watergate Bridge. It'll be interesting to see, depending on the reception of the film, can it pass the $900 million the first one made. Besides the big action blockbuster, there are others as well, including a comedy drama called Only the Fools Rush In and a drama called Nice View. The director of Nice View, Wen Muin, last made the very popular Chinese film Dying to Survive, so that will be one to keep an eye on. Now, what makes this time of the you know, time of year for the Chinese box office fun to watch is it's not always clear who the big winner will be. Take last year, for example, going into it. Detective Chinatown 3 was the big one. It was delayed a year because of the initial start of the pandemic. It's a, you know, the first two movies were loved by audiences. It, it opens up, mixed reception, and then Hi Mom comes out of nowhere with better word of mouth and dominates, making over 800 million. So you never know. Looking at worldwide numbers, Scream made another 10.2 million for a worldwide total of 85 million. Spider-Man No Way Home made $27.7 million for a worldwide total now of $1.69 billion and moves up to number 6 in the biggest movies ever worldwide. The King's Man made $6.2 million for a worldwide total of $105.3 million. Sing 2 is now at $241.2 million and The Matrix Resurrections is at $148.3 million. For looking at the rest of the news in Hollywood, let's take a look at some updated film release dates. The biggest of them are all the Mission Impossible films being delayed again by a year. 
Uh, Mission Impossible 7, which was set to come out this September, will now come out July 14th, 2023, and Mission Impossible 8 will come out June 28th, 2024. As for why the big delay, Paramount said it was due to the ongoing pandemic. I take it for this year that while they are releasing more movies, they are being more cautious, as we saw with the Omicron variant, anything can happen out of the blue with, with it. Also, with this move, they now have a Tom Cruise movie each year for the next three years, and his star power is very important for the studio. Another thing is, besides these three films, the only thing on his schedule, film, is his uh, moving space, and that's it. If the studio is not clear on what he wants to do next, you gotta maximize his star power, and this is the way to do it. Personally, this news did suck for me because I've really been looking for these, uh, looking toward these movies, and now they're both another year away, which is uh, not fun. We got another delay, this time from MGM, but not due to the pandemic, but because it might be a contender for next year's award season. The film is 13 Lives, a film about the uh, Thailand cave rescue from a few years ago, and is directed by Ron Howard. Originally, it was set to come out this April, but the studio has decided to push it to November for a release during the awards season. Well, why? Well, Deadline has the exclusive on this, and that is the studio did some audience testing, and the film got the best scores ever for the studio. Now, this does not mean it's a guaranteed lock for nominations, but the studio now sees that they have a great film on their hands that the public would love. It's worth a shot. Now, I'm wondering how good the film will be, but already one month in, we have a movie to keep an eye on for the 2023 Oscars. Next, actually taking the spot MGM left by moving 13 lives back is Father Stiff. The film was bought by Sony, and is a story about a boxer turned priest starring Mark Wahlberg, it will be opening up directly against the secrets of Dumbledore, however, it could do decent counter-programming, as it is a film with Christianity at the center of it, coming out during a big Christian holiday, aka Easter. And look, if there's any time to release this movie, Easter is the best time for it. Releasing this in the middle of summer, for example, would be a death sentence. Uh, and I'm also curious how much Sony actually paid for it. The film that got another delay is Downton Abbey, A New Era. It was set to come out in March, but Universal has decided to push it back a small bit. If you're in the UK, it will now come out April 29th, and in the US, it becomes a summer film opening May 20th. This film delay actually makes sense as this film is catered more toward the older crowd, the one that hasn't really come back yet, so this gives more time for the pandemic to calm down and for them to feel safer to go out. Deadline has another exclusive, and that is we got a new film in development at New Line Cinema, which is Mortal Kombat 2. They've already hired Jeremy Slater to write the screenplay for it. This is not surprising at all, as it was a big hit on HBO Max, and also did decently at the box office with 83 million worldwide. Again, not amazing numbers, but compared to some other Warner Brothers films that had a, the hybrid release last year, this is one of the ones that performed well. No other details are available right now, so it's going to take a while. I'm going to guess either a 2024 or 2025 release. Not directly Hollywood related, but if you live in New York, you might be able to drink in a theater soon. The state's liquor authority has announced that movie theaters can now apply for a liquor license to be able to sell and serve alcohol. Before this change, theaters could only sell beer under one of two conditions. First, they sell it, but the customer has to drink it in the lobby and cannot bring it to their seat. The second was they could bring it to their seat, but the theater needed to have a full kitchen staff. This is how the Alamo Draft House got around it. Now, if a theater applies and gets a liquor license, customers can buy alcohol, bring it to their seat, like any other drink. 
Now there's no timeline as to how long these licenses will start to be handed out, so likely a few months at least before you start seeing regular theaters selling alcohol. But at least now for New York, it's now in the process of starting. On VOD Premium, all we got are numbers, and more numbers, thanks to quarterly earning reports. Starting first with AT&T and HBO Max, where worldwide they are now up to 73.8 million subscribers. Note, this does include regular HBO subscribers in America as well. These are solid numbers, and as HBO looks toward 2022, they are gearing up for a launch in India as they continue their hiring across Asia. And as for the Warner Media Discover merger, AT&T gave an updated timeline and said it should finish sometime in the second quarter, so in a few months. Now let's go to Comcast with Peacock where they actually gave us some detailed numbers. So overall at the end of 2021, Peacock has 24.5 million subscribers. Now how many of them are paying? We now know, 9 million. That is not enough however, as overall for the year, Peacock lost the company $1.7 billion. Looking ahead to 2022, the company will be spending $3 billion on content for the service and the service as a whole is expected to lose $2.5 billion. I gotta say, this service is in a tough spot because it's losing money, but the $3 billion they are spending is not enough. For reference, all the other major streamers are spending double-digit billions to produce content this year, and Comcast is only spending three. There are a lot of changes they need to turn this around. First, complete rebrand. Yes, Peacock has a name for the service, makes sense on a metal sense, right? It's the logo of, of NBC. But most people think it's a silly name for a service and, you know, to counter write. Also, this service should be focused on everything NBC Universal, not just NBC. Universal Studios has over 100 years of films. This should be their home and advertise that to people. Also, they need to be using that $3 billion to make some heavy-hitting exclusive content for it. Right now, it's known as the home to the office and the occasional new Universal film. They have nothing on the level of Peacemaker, Mandalorian, or anything Netflix does. Comcast as a whole is going to be busy this year getting the service in shape because right now it's a lagging behind hard. And that'll be it for this week's episode of Box Office Receipts. Question for the episode since we are talking about Peacock is are you even subscribed to it? Let me know on Facebook, link to the pages in the show notes. Thank you for listening.